to this evening's episode of Dungeon Jedi Masters Theater. Our story tonight follows two young friends of very different origins trying to survive in their corner of the galaxy. Will they grow into greatness together or fall apart in the shadow of the Empire? Find out tonight on Scattered Choices. Okay, Hugo, remember the plan. We're going to creep up nice and slow, make sure that no one sees us. The last thing we need is to be intercepted. I promise, I'm, I am I can do this, I'm a little nervous, but we're gonna do this really well. As you ease the controls of your starship, Hugo, you've done this many times, you've flown many times, but there is definitely a heavy, heavy weight to this mission, to this task, and the nerves creep in, but you do your best to suppress those, and you feel as confident as you can be given the situation that your enhanced systems that you've you've modified on your G9 rigger here that uh, will help prevent any uh, pickup by other ships uh, in, in regards to their scanning equipment. The large asteroid mining vessel lays before you in the distance, growing ever closer. You see the large conveyor systems and pulverizing equipment, the rock-breaking blades and all sorts of uh, apparatus to suck in the asteroids, pulverize them, pull out the ore, and then spit out the, the useless debris, making quick work of mining operations here in the uh, Minos Mestra system. What an uninviting place. Look at it, so cold and desolate. I just, how does anyone work there, let alone own something like this? I have such disgust for my parents and people like them, Hugo. I agree with you. Although I do know my parents really wanted me to be a part of this and somehow in some way inside of me, this feels wrong, Tula. Are you sure that we're doing the right thing? Honestly, justice is never simple, Hugo. I don't think that this is one of those issues that is all about the individual need. If it was all about individual need, I would think that it was fine because it benefits me to be a part of this system. I don't know. I... Are you having second thoughts? I'm scared. And I'm scared of what we're doing. I'm scared of what we can find. But I know you've always given me courage. And I'm going to try and follow that. I just think that people like my parents and all of these rich folks, they need to be taken down a peg. Something needs to be done about this. People deserve, I don't know, better. They deserve autonomy. They deserve freedom. And this indentured servitude, to me, is shameful. They, they do provide some necessities. They allow the workers to live. They allowed them to eat. We have the ability to do more than just sit around and I don't know. I don't know what I don't know if this is right. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. I've already started this mission. I intend to finish it. So are you ready for the spacewalk? I need to make sure that you're going to be able to work your magic outside the ship. I've trained for this for such a long time. I, I promise you I can do it. 
Good. I know we've been friends for a very long time, but this is kind of special. I feel like this is the furthest out we've ever been together. I start blushing a little bit. Don't worry, everything will be fine. You get to your specified coordinates away from the ship, ready to shut down many of your own systems uh, to just further increase the the security from uh, any oncoming scanning. And Hugo, you set up uh, some autopilot protocols and step up from the cockpit from the pilot seat and uh, head back to begin suiting up into your EVA outfit. Not one wanting to go without uh, your special modified armor that you've put so much time and effort in, uh, almost as uh, close to you as your own skin. The EVA suit is tight in some areas, but it was a compromise you were not willing to make. You get ready to head out from the ship and make that short fly via jetpack of the suit to the mining vessel to begin your task. So I start suiting up. I, I have very sweaty palms, and it's giving me a couple times. Every time I try and grab the zipper, they slips off a little bit. I'm just still trying to put it on, and I'm looking, and I'm sweating, and the more I mess up, the more I, I see Tula looking at me, and I start getting hot. Tula, I... I I can do this. I promise you I can do this. Once we're outside, once I'm once I'm out, I'm going to be able to get us into this facility. I promise you. And it keeps suiting up. Well, you know what they say about genius. No common sense. And I walk over there and I zip him up post-haste and get him into the suit. Um, I stand back and kind of look at him and go, wow, so grown up. I blush again. <laughs> I put on the put on the helmet. It seals the top of me. And inside you can see how foggy it's getting. Just from the sweat and the 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 breathing. You can you can visibly tell how nervous I'm getting. Once again, Tula, once again I'm doing something that's scary. But I know you're here and I know that we've been through a lot together. I know we've gotten out of jams before. I know you've been there. So Although this is the farthest we've ever been from our respective areas of living. Uh, and I know that we're about to do something that we probably can't come back from. I, I have confidence in you. I have, I have your strength. I'm glad you know it. Go out there, do what you were made to do. Do everything your parents don't want you to do. Rebel with me. I promise it'll be worth it. Remember when you're out there, I'm just one call away. I'll be on the comms with you. I'll be right there in your ear. So if you need something, I'm here. Not that I know what I'm doing, but I can do my best for you. That's all I need, Tula. That's all I need. I guess I like, then I turn around and press a little, little button that closes the airlock behind me. You step into the, the opening, the external hatch uh, airlock of your ship here and the door closes behind you with a whoosh. And as there's a moment for it to depressurize, uh, you feel a little bit of that pressure on yourself. The nervous nervousness maybe builds, and then as you get into the zone, uh, maybe that goes away and you're ready for your task at hand. The large bay opening of the back of the ship slowly opens and the black dotted sky of space is there before you. 
and you're ready to step out as the ship is now drifting almost on its own closer and closer to that ship so far seemingly under the radar you push off and exit the right moments uh, activate your jets to uh, propel yourself towards the mining vessel Hugo are you there yeah I can hear you I can hear you loud and clear what is it like out there describe to me what you're seeing well I see nothing but I don't know it's I, I see the ship and it's getting closer my heart is beating a little bit but I'm good I'm good I I, I think this is gonna be okay I think this is gonna be all right leave it to a scientist to ignore the stars out there there's all kinds of things to look at silly as you continue to fly towards the mining vessel Hugo you have a lot of faith and trust in your uh, modified EVA suit. They generally don't come with the jetpack attachment, and so this was something that, uh, you know, something you've had much time to hopefully perfect, but as a first-time use, you know, there may be some uh, caution here. Unfortunately, it seems that testing was not complete, and there's a stutter, a spurt, as, as the propulsion goes in and out and your trajectory seems to change it's getting you there but you're you're going to need to make a well-timed last-minute grab onto the ship otherwise you're going to be redirected into a different area and cause a little bit of a hang-up on an already delicately timed task before you i go ahead and start doing the thrusters forward but start going a little bit sideways on me I noticed this, and I, I call it Tula. Tula, are you there? Tula? Yes, I'm still here. I don't see uh, you out there. Are you all right? Not to make you worry or anything, but um, I'm not going the correct way right now. I'm going a little bit side to side, and I, 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 I promise you, um, I promise you that I'm, I'm going to get to the vessel. Uh, just it might we might miss our window here and I, I might not get to it on time Another day another opportunity for destruction. Just take care of yourself. All right You can do this As you uh, are doing everything you can to manage this uh, spurting jets behind you Hugo You're overshooting your your initial destination uh, that you were going after uh, and you know that you have to make a grab, you have to time this right uh, to grab onto some scaffolding that comes down on the side of the ship. Otherwise, uh, you're gonna have to do some uh, some clever maneuvering to, to even just get a hold of something else. Uh, as the rest of the ship begins to just get uh, more solid, smooth panels and not really provide an opportunity to grab onto. But at that last moment, you reach out, uh, timing with the, some of the spurts of the jet, and it pushes you in the right direction, and you grab on one hand uh, to that, holding and just sitting there for a moment. Maybe with a heavy exhale, you've caught on. Tula, I did it. I, I did it. I didn't miss. I'm holding on right now. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm alive. It's all okay. Oh, thank goodness. Make sure that when you're doing what you're doing, don't let this... Don't let this mess you up. It's temporary. Everything is. 
just do your best and I will be here waiting for you when you're done. Now that I'm actually holding on and have uh, some stability to myself, I want to reach into my pockets, my exterior pockets, and try and get out some kind of tool to fix my my propulsion, my jetpack thing, so I can uh, better get to the console I need to get to and not, like, flail around. Hugo, you pull yourself up on the side of this vessel and find a, a platform that you're stabilized and uh, knowing that you need to take care of this issue with your jetpack, uh, as it's it's only going to get in the way down the road, so you you feel you have time to at least take care of that. Even if you have to forgo the mission, this has to get taken care of. You quickly reach behind and and pull that around to begin working on it, pulling out your tools. Right away, you just see that there was like a connection that became a little loose. Uh, easy fix quick fix you get it back up and running uh, your diagnostics show that things are all good to go throw that thing back on your back and uh, with a quick test of the systems you're you're extremely confident that uh, you'll have no further issues here from here now you can kind of re uh, orient yourself and figure out where you need to go uh, based on the schematics you both retrieved previously to begin hopefully disabling the mineral processing system here on the pulverizer Tula, you decide to go in and give a read over of the communications uh, equipment there on the rigger and see, you know, do you have any company yet or is anyone caught wind of you? And before you are many different uh, instruments and uh, lights and, and different meters and things, and they are all very, very foreign to you. I um, I take a look at... Uh at the at the, the dashboard in front of me where all these like buttons and bits and bobs live i'm super confused i say uh hugo i know you're busy um when i want to check who's in the area do i do i use this blue button is it the green button or do i push this big red one i think i want to push <laughs> the red don't one push the big red one uh, I just, it's, everything's okay. I just finished my jetpack. Everything's cool. I have time. I need you to not press anything except you flip on the third switch to your right and then you press the big orange button. Orange, not the red. No, not the red. Orange. The red looks like it wants me to press it though, Hugo. I might I press the red button. I'm, I, if... Tula, if you want, if you want, you can press the red button, but it's not going to be good for either of us. And I'm, I'm right now. I'm just getting to the console, and I, I need you to please not touch anything if you're not going to touch the orange button after you hit the third switch on the right. Hmm. Okay, you win this time. One, two, three. Oh, the orange button, and I press the orange button. And I kind of just stand back like I'm a little nervous about what I may or may not have done. There's a moment of silence at first. And then you hear what sounds to be static. Quiet static at first. And and then some radio chatter. And it comes through uh, garbled at first. And then it kind of starts... You can pick up a few things that come out of it. And it initially just seems standard chatter that you would expect uh, the various workers on the uh, vessel to be carrying out, monitoring other systems that they're going on or just, you know, water cooler 
uh, chit chat, things like that. Nothing of note. But that system is now online, and, and you kind of have that, uh, even if you put it off uh, to the side for now, you've, you've turned on this open uh, scanning to just help pay attention in case, uh, you know, something happens and, and they catch wind of what's going on. But you now turn and uh, pull up the schematics that you've uh, pulled from the uh, Minos Master offices previously, uh, ready to help direct Hugo in this operation so that he knows uh, the best and proper way to deal with, uh, to, to hopefully take out the system. Hugo, I've got the schematics ready and I am looking at this monitor. It looks like we're not alone as we expected, but no one in the immediate area. So I think, I think we're safe. That sounds good to me. And I, I'm going to need you to focus and read me the schematics as I, as I'm approaching the console now. We're, we're about to be able to shut this off. And if no one's listening, I think, I think we're going to get away with this. I'm not surprised. We make an amazing team. Okay, go ahead and look for... I guess this is a long rectangle, but you're going to want the one with a yellow krill on it. I... I think I see it. Hugo, you step up and you, and you scan the area and you see that there's various of these, you know, consoles that are, are sitting here and you go through looking at each of them labeled with various uh, different markings. You see Besh. Dorn, Grek, Krill, there it is, and uh, you move towards that one, realizing this is the specific one called out in the schematics that will be the key point to get into. As you attempt to try and get into that, it is uh, sealed off pretty significantly, as you would expect. After some further inspection, Hugo, you realize that there is some sort of uh, tamper evidence, uh, security onto this system uh, to make sure that, you know, it, during operation or otherwise, it doesn't get uh, messed with and you need to bypass that first. Tula, I'm, I'm seeing an alarm and I think I know how to get around it. I think what I'm gonna do, you have to, in the schematics that you have, there has to be some kind of employee code or some kind of some kind of code in there that will allow me to access this as if I was working on it. Hmm. A code, you say? Um. Does it ask you for letters? Or numbers? Both. Try... Sesh? I don't... I, I don't know if I can try. I think we need to find the right one. I think if I try and I fail, the alarm will go off. What's life without a little risk? Tula, as you have the schematics pulled up on your datapad here, thumbing through those, trying to find anything that can help Hugo out in the situation, you're going through and you're seeing, uh, you know, the layouts of the the circuit systems uh, within the console, but nothing initially about this. And then you see it. Uh, it does talk about this security system in place here and tells you how to bypass that. Uh, and you do find special code needed to bypass that and are able to uh, send that over. Hugo, I think I found it. I see it in my notes here. You're going to try Trill, Usk, Usk, Lef, Lef, Orek. Orek. That's your name. That makes sense. You know how my dad is. He's so 
Regular. Must be nice to be loved. Hugo, you must be loved. Your parents aren't going to disown you just because you're a scientist. Just stay focused. Slowly and cautiously, nervously, you begin putting that in. And with a satisfying beep, you see that uh, there's an acknowledgement that uh, the system has been uh, allowed access for you to open this up. Uh, And with that, the casing unlatches and you're able to open that up, exposing the internal components. Uh, You see a computer system, a screen uh, at the top with the small little keyboard that actually can pull out uh, to do some work right there. And then below that, you see rows of computer components, uh, server systems uh, of that nature that uh, all are basically the brain of this uh, massive operations part of the vessel. I look at it, take a deep breath. Tula, I think this is easy. I, I think I know exactly what I need to do. You've been training for this moment your whole life, whether you knew it or not. Hugo, as you open up this panel uh, back on the ship, Tula, you are focused in studying these schematics, uh, ready to assist uh, with this task at hand. Yeah, so I start taking out my, my little toolkit that I have, start plugging into the little console that just exposed itself to me, uh, start typing in all I need to type in to figure out exactly what needs to be done. I take out a little, little data stick that I brought with me and uh, you know plug that in to the console to upload this virus that we're trying to upload to the facility to shut it down or throw a wrench in it, whatever it is that we're going to do to it. As you plug in Hugo and begin working your way to gain access to the system, getting past the further security and encryption in place here to just gain access to the system, you struggle at first. This should have been pretty routine, but it seems that uh, you actually realize that this technology is pretty is old. It's a bit outdated, and that that has thrown you a little bit. It, it takes you longer than you, you want, would have wanted, but you do get through. And with that, you then can move on to your main task, uploading this virus into the system to, to damage, destroy the operations of the mining processing. Tula, I, I think I did it. I'm doing it right now. I'm, I'm uploading the virus. I think we're actually going to shut it down. Are, is everything okay on your end? Yeah, all good here. I'm looking at these schematics. I don't know how you read these things. It's a trained eye, Tula, but I promise if you if you dedicate yourself, you could do it too. But that's why I keep you around. And I'm glad to be here, and I am so happy that nothing wrong has happened so far. You know your jinx, right? Behind you, Tula, in the cockpit of the ship, the chatter on the radio seems to now grab your attention. And it grows, and it seems more urgent, and um, it, it gets a little bit more rushed and pointed. And you listen in and try to hone in on what they're saying and what they're going on about, and you quickly realize that things are not okay. It seems that Hugo has tripped an alarm or something, and uh, the the poundies, the operators of the mining vessel, are on to something wrong. They've isolated an incident uh, with the mining, the mineral processing system, and are now beginning to uh, formulate action to deal with it. Hugo, 
I think you might have tripped some kind of wire or system. I hear on the comms that they know that someone is here. You need to get out of there immediately. That is completely impossible. There's no way that I could have done anything wrong. I, I promise you everything on my end is perfect. Someone's coming? Now is not the time for your dramatics, Hugo. Get your shebs back on the ship before I found out. Tool, such language. It's an emergency. Come. I can't leave yet. I have to make sure the upload is complete. Oh, I think we're in it big this time. I'm going to look around and see if anyone might be coming. Do you know if there's any way I can see inside the ship? T Tula, there's, there's nothing in there for you to see. You just have to listen. Listen to the comms. If they're actually coming, you'll hear them. Oh, if you say so. I'll keep an ear out. Just... Just hurry up! It's not me, it's the, it's the upload! Tula, as you listen in t intently to the comm system, the scanning for the, the ur these urgent voices on the other end, you pick up a little bit of, of what their plan of action is, and you, you get that there's a team that is being dispatched to go out to this system here, this specific mineral processing system, uh, to investigate the problem. Uh, it seems to be a routine team that's coming out, but uh, still, somebody is on their way. Hugo, I'm hearing them. They are alerted to our presence. I don't think they know where I am, but they are headed straight for you. It's going to be very close. Please, hurry up. Is there anything you can do to make that computer, that bundle of junk, run faster? It's just a waiting game. I, And I'm not really equipped right now to fight anyone. I... I... I'm- I don't think this is gonna- are you sure they're cl they're close to me? They are close to you, my friend. But don't worry, we will get out of this with hopefully very few wounds. That's not- that doesn't sound promising at all. I put my hand on the data stick that's uploading the virus and I guess I would take a second and think like if I pull this now then I'm- I'm much more safe, but if I leave it then our mission will be complete. What we're set out here to do is actually take down this- this facility. Tula, Tula, I, it's either it's either I go now, and we don't complete the mission to a hundred percent, and they're only going to be delayed for a small amount of time, or I stay here, and I let it go, and hopefully I I hopefully I stay alive. From what I can tell, they seem to be about half of the way down to where you are on the ship. If you think that you have the last couple of seconds, then I say, stay there and be brave. If not, maybe you can just leave it leave it behind, and um, make your way back to the back to me. I I've made my decision. I'm gonna stay here, and we're gonna wait it out. We're gonna complete this. We're gonna be done. I'm not gonna run away like I usually do. I promise. I'm so impressed with you. Thank you so much for believing in this mission. I promise I won't let you down. Hang in there. I don't think. I I think I think we're going to get out of this just fine. Just think positively. The progress indicator on the virus upload continues to tick and tick, getting closer and closer to completion and closer and closer to full completion of your mission that you've put before yourselves. As you intently watch that, Hugo, hoping and urging that it would just go faster, a flash of light comes in, in, uh, across your... You see at, at the corner of your eye a flash of a pair of lights flash up towards you as 
you turn towards that, you see a pair of individuals walking out onto the side of the ship towards you with their hand up, one hand up with the light waving it towards you. There's a quick moment of silence and you see one of them puts a hand up to their, uh, to the side of their head. And after a moment, there's a crackle of static in your own helmet as then an open wave comm channel comes on. Halt. Who goes there? What, what, what are you doing? Uh, I, I, I'm, I work here. Uh, my name is Hurley. I, I'm part of the, the team the, that upholds the, the, the mining facility here. I'm, I'm just making routine maintenance checks. I know everyone on this ship. Uh, there ain't no Hurley that's uh, part of our team. And plus, what is that, what is that fancy EVA suit? Yeah, we certainly don't have any equipment of that nature. Uh, what are you doing out here? I hear this going on, and um, I say to him, Hugo, tell him that you're here by appointment of Batunde. Uh, I, w- I was sent here specifically by Batunde's family. I- I- it's a special appointment. We-, we were asked, my team and I were asked to, to upload uh, new data schematics so that the operation can run more smoothly. It's, it's not just me out here, there's others around me. You can go check. You see the lights kind of scan around uh, a few times, Hugo, and half-heartedly, but they do. It looks like, you know, they're looking around and the, the individuals are continuously coming closer and closer. And uh, he just uh, replies and says, We haven't gotten any word of, of any uh, external team coming on. Uh, we're, we're in we're in control of all operations uh, on this ship, about this ship, and uh, I'm sorry, but uh, oh, we don't have anything going on here. What what are you tampering with with the systems? And uh, I, I show him. I say, look, look, it's just, it's it's just a rudimentary upload uh, of a new a new software. We're just we're just updating the actual the actual mining schematics here. It's it's nothing crazy. Just look, go ahead, look for yourself. The two individuals come over, and the, the one that has been doing the talking uh, takes a look, and you can see that he, he's, he's scanning over what's going on, trying to read through some of the code that he sees on the screen and whatnot. And um, you were able to, and very confident that you were able to kind of cloak uh, over what you were actually doing to the system. And um, at this point, the upload has completed. Uh, so it has finished, um, but it still shows that you're able to throw in that that uh, screen, uh, smoke screen of what you're actually doing. And he uh, just kind of looks it over for a little bit, and, and uh, he grabs the little data stick that you had plugged in and pulls it out, and he looks at it curiously, turning it over a little bit, and says, We're going to have to analyze this. Uh, make sure that uh, your story checks out. But uh, I think you're going to have to come with us for further questioning. And the other I, individual comes around uh, to your other side to kind of corral you in. So I, I, I hear all of this going on over the comms, and I get really nervous that Hugo is going to be um, found out. And um, I'm the one who's getting him into trouble, as usual. So um, I don't want to have a repeat of an incident where I felt like I let him down. So I, um, I look around the ship, and I, uh, I look at the red button. And I think about it for a second. And then I say, Hugo, 
I know I'm not supposed to push the red button, but I'm thinking that if there was ever a time, it would be now. Listen, I know you. I know what I'm doing here looks weird, and it's not. It's not. It's it's not normal for you not to know. But I promise you that that my nose master, they know exactly why what I'm doing here. I need to get back to my ship because I have so many uh, expensive equipment, so much so much expensive equipment in there, and I need to go back, or there might there something might happen, and and things might start falling out. And if something gets pushed without me knowing, or if something happens, uh, things might just start coming out, and I need to be back to my ship. I can't be out here with you guys. The two workers, the two poundies, uh, one that moved behind you, Hugo, uh, reaches up and grabs your arm, and the other one that's been doing the talking says, We'll figure this all out. We'll talk to HQ and get this straightened out. You know, there's nothing to worry about. If you're clean, if you're here doing what you're supposed to be doing, then it's a minor convenience and, uh, you know, you, you've lost a little bit of time, which, which uh, you know that uh, Messer will take care of that. If, if you're employed by them, they will take care of that, so. But uh, I think you understand. I think you need to come with us. And with that, the gentleman behind you starts uh, kind of pushing you uh, to, to urge you forward. I hear over uh, Hugo's calm that you know, he's explaining to them that he has to get back to the ship because, you know, something disastrous might happen if he's held up any longer. And um, I take that as my cue to press the button, hoping that that's going to be a big enough distraction. He'll go, well, the button is pressed. It wasn't as fun as I thought. How does it look from where you are? As you do, Tula, you hear the mechanical sound of the cargo ramp at the back of the ship opening up and you fully realize what that is going to do hoping that this is going to do what you planned uh, as a distraction and you hear that um, as it does so you can hear the clanking you know it's muffled but you hear the clanking of crates and things starting to tumble out just kind of drifting out into space as the equipment and various uh, cargo starts falling out of the ship uh, even the ramp opening up Hugo, the two gentlemen, the two miners that are there with you, one of them holding on to you be, uh, at your back, you see the the lights that are also on their helmets. Uh, the light turn as their attention uh, turns towards the sound uh, and racket off in the distance for a split moment, uh, looking to see what that is, but then do begin to turn their attention back to you. Yeah, in that, in that moment, I see the flashlights turn away. I take that as my opportunity to try and get free from the guys behind me uh, so I can reach my data pad and hit the ion blast button that I have on there for that's attached to my armor. As their attention is directed towards all the equipment and stuff falling out of the ship, I try and, and free myself to try and do something here. Unfortunately, the distraction does not last long enough, and the two individuals turn back to you, seeing that you're attempting something, and the one behind you tightens his grip around your arm and shakes you a little bit. And uh, the other individual that has been addressing you uh, so far just turns and says, Stop trying to resist. This will just make it that much worse. Come on. The individual behind you smacks you upside the head with his glow rod, causing you to go dizzy a little bit. Uh, as he then pushes you forward to head back into the ship. 
for a moment I can I, I see white and my heart starts to beat really fast and tears start going down my, my cheeks and I'm not sobbing but I, I, I am crying and it is it is audible and I start talking to Tula and to myself and I say I'm scared and I, I don't want to be here and I need help and I'm sorry I I'm sorry that I messed up so bad with a strong grip now on either side of you as the two miners have come to you they start leading you in deeper into this ship to where you only assume to be a temporary holding uh, cell to await whatever your fate is after this unfortunate uh, collapse of your task Hugo it is not your failure it is mine just know that you are not alone and I will get you out of this as soon as possible we've never been split up before and I don't intend to start tonight This concludes tonight's episode of Scattered Choices. Find out what happens next time as our story continues on Dungeon Jedi Masters Theater. Hi there, Todd Moonmont's here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this program, consider subscribing to the Dungeon Jedi Masters Patreon to help in production, hosting, and creation of this and other great Star Wars 5e-related content. You can find us at DungeonJediMasters.com, and may the Force be with you.